Hey guys, it's me, your lovely host, Rin, and today we're going to have a podcast with Mr. Potent the Rockstar. Hey, what's up, Rin? Before we begin, I have a few rules. Mm-hmm. Uh, please don't send hate to anyone we mention here or to anyone here. It's strictly just our opinion. Like, Don't worry about it. Okay, um, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe, and comment on this video. Right. And please be polite. Without further ado, let's begin. Let's do it. Yeah, so before we, before I started recording, we were talking about the Mexican beer company, right? Right. And the way it's uh, affected people so far. Right. And you were talking about, uh, yeah, the way we're sitting on social media all the time uh, with our heads down, looking at our phone, and we're, uh, it's in a bad posture. And the fact that it's uh, messing up our, uh, our system, actually, because um, the spinal cord is one of the most important parts of the nervous system. It's the thing that um, processes uh, signals we get from outside and uh, it sends it to the brain. Mm -hmm. If something there goes wrong, and especially with, yeah, the posture we're sitting in, then we might not be getting the right signals or yeah, we might getting stuff that actually makes us feel terrible, makes us feel worse than what's actually going on. Right. Right. Yeah. What we were talking about was the idea of um, when you're on your phone, for the most part, people are not on their phone like this. Only when they're taking a picture, they put their phone up high and they look up. Most of the time, people are looking down at their phone and they're they're there for 20, 30 minutes sometimes at a time. You know, you could talk to them. They're not even listening to the whole world. So they're running. They're probably running a script in their head. I would hope that it's not just in your head going deeper, deeper, deep. This looks cool. Deeper. I would hope that there's actually something going on in your head that you're thinking about more things than one because really you just like on autopilot but the problem with it is while you're on autopilot you're constantly looking down and when you're sad when you're depressed when you feel lonely when you have doubt you look down so looking down it probably most likely has some type of context in your body of sending sending uh i the signals to your brain that hey uh, we're not feeling good. Hey, we're, we don't feel good about something. And at the same time, simultane- simultaneously, for the most part, I know that I don't have too much. Uh, what I'm trying to say is I don't follow people that have this uh, extravagant lifestyle. I, I don't I don't pay attention to the glamorous people. You know, I follow regular people, so I don't feel insecure. Because I, I see, you know, I see Ren, I see UG, I see, you know, like, it's, it's all of us, we here. And, you know, we all live in different lives. We all, uh, you know, some, some people got more money than other people, but we don't look at each other like that. We're not thinking mm-hmm. about money. We're not thinking about status. We just, like, we're people. And we have the same, like, 
common goals, same agenda, same ideas. I like same, the vibe. Yeah, we have the same love, you know, for humanity. We want to joke around, but we we also care, you know, obviously. So we're cool. But for the most people, for the most part, my point is, for the most part, a lot of people are just stuck on what is popular, who has the most money, who has the most followers. And that can be that can feel belittling uh, subconsciously and covertly. You're just belittling yourself by seeing something that other people other people have. They're having a great time and you're having the worst time or maybe you're not having the worst time. Maybe you have a bunch of stuff, but you want more because the world is telling you that you should have more. And there's other people that have more and you get to watch them. And meanwhile, you're looking down the whole time doing it. I think it could be setting severe signals to your brain, too, because it's not like we watch it. You know, we're not like looking up when we're on our phones, which is weird, right? What do you think about that, Ren? This is actually an interesting point you brought up. This is actually what I wanted to talk about, because um, I've actually like approached other people, um, like other creators, other artists to talk about stuff with them. And uh, one thing like uh, that some of them like said that uh, I don't want to say it struck a chord with me, but like it it just left a bad taste in my mouth. And it had to do with like the whole uh, like I have more followers than you thing. Like it's like you're automatically discredited once uh, you have less followers than someone. This is why I don't really talk with uh people just because I see oh they have like a a huge following or whatever I've talked with people who I can vibe with or else I'll get those feelings I get those bad signals and I'll start questioning myself even though that's not how stuff is or that's not even how stuff works but it's just in that area or yeah social media world it work it works like air quotes like that right but um so that gets the so does that get you upset, Ren? Are you getting upset when people are hitting you? Like, why are they even saying that? Why would they even say, "Hey, I got more followers than you"? Because they see that you're actually trying to do something with yourself. And even if they do have more followers, maybe if I don't know what it is, it could be a guy, it could be a chick, I don't know. Um, but yeah, there's it's a, many factors. But, but uh, just yeah. to say that, right? To say, "Hey, uh, um." I got more followers than you. Like, what does that actually mean? Like, what do you mean by you have more followers than me? Do you know more people than me? Are you more successful at what I'm trying to pursue than me? Like, what are we competing for? The numbers? Because there's plenty of people that have numbers and all they do is show their body all day. Yeah. And it really doesn't equate, it doesn't equate to actual dollars or success or happiness in life. So what are you know what is like that's just somebody trying to trump you trying to like shut you down trying to belittle you you should never listen to that girl like because that that you you know what it is they hating they see you actually pursuing pursuing something they see you motivated and they don't have anything that they're working on they're not motivated on anything at all so they have to they have to tear down somebody else's castle if you're making a beautiful sand castle and you're doing a great job making a beautiful sandcastle, and the person next to you don't know how to make a sandcastle, or maybe they do know how to make a sandcastle, and they don't have the confidence. They don't believe in themselves. 
and they think, hey, I can't make a sandcastle. So why so guess should what? you? So guess what? Rin, you don't know how to make a sandcastle either. <laughs> you shouldn't make one and the audacity for you to think that you can make one because I can't make one and that's it. Have you ever heard that one before? Yeah. Because I've heard, heard that it. one a few times, you know. Um, it's just haters. Just haters, you know. It's just haters. I don't pay attention to those type of things too much. I, to put it nicely, I realize that a lot of people are just not that smart as they should be. And instead of reacting to what idiots in, you know, in the world are saying to try to boost themselves up a little bit, you just ignore it. And if you're going to react, it just laugh, just ha ha ha, you're funny. You know, because it's like, what, what are we talking about? What are we talking about? Yeah, in a way, uh, to, like, um, cope with that and process that, I actually, like, created the created the character of Violet. Yeah? What's Violet about? So, Violet is supposed to be, like, an, an extreme, exaggerated version of, uh, of like, uh, this... Uh, I've usually seen it in uh, fandoms and communities. It's like a, a super toxic person. Uh, they're they're super hyped about something, or they're trying to like cancel someone, or or they're extremely mean. But the thing is, she doesn't learn from her mistakes, and she keeps making the same mistakes. But she will have to pay the price and the yeah consequences in the end okay so that's that violent that she won't learn stuff but she will have to deal with the backlash okay so that's violet that's your yeah it's a way of like coping with like uh stuff like this on the internet as well and like criticism like certain types of criticism because it it helps. You can uh, not. I'm gonna say project your feelings onto like a character. It's just like experiment with it and you know, have some fun, have some comedy. And I get you. I get you. So it's like a stage name, so you yeah. can just perform and have a good time. Exactly. And like express yourself. And yeah, expressing myself. Like I'm. Uh, I'm not violent, but I can see some aspects of myself in her or some insecurities that I have and that she expresses. Okay. And then What's I one? can find ways give me, to give me one that. give me one insecurity. I'm sorry to cut you off. Give me one insecurity, Ren. Okay. Uh this is one that I've had to deal with since uh Elementary school, it was actually my my looks. Like at home, everybody was like, "Oh, you look fine. There's nothing wrong with you." Like, but like when I was um, growing up, like at school, and I was like, uh, m like my looks were made fun of. Like people said I look like um, a transgender male. Why? 
Where okay, where know. where are you from? Where are you from? I'm from uh Suriname. It's a place in the um Caribbean. It's actually like a part of South America, but it okay. geographically it belongs to the Caribbean. Okay. So you're in so you're in South America. Not right now for for school I had to move to Europe, but uh I am in South America. Okay. So you travel back and forth. So when you're in South America yeah. for living it's mainly like Spanish people, I'm assuming like it's Hispanic. Not not Spanish, it's actually um Dutch. So it's white people. No, like the white people went back to the Netherlands and just come back for uh like vacation tourism, but they don't really stay unless they really like the place. Like but after the um independence they all just like stayed in Holland. Mm, okay. Okay, and so everybody's it... family travels back and forth or like uh I forgot like uh how you call those islands in English, uh, like Curacao, Aruba, like that area. Okay. Yeah, like people travel throughout the Caribbean and then to like Europe and then Suriname. So okay. That's... I'm gonna have to look that up on the map. I, I think you said it one time on Tetagus Kassan and I could not remember <laughs> for the life of me. Um, okay, so it's just basically Hispanic people or black yeah, people? Yeah, like mixed, mixed people. Just a bunch of mixed people? Yeah. And how old are you? I'm 19. You're 19. So when were they calling, when were they saying these jokes? Like, uh, so it wasn't last week. No. It was uh, when I was, uh, let me think. It's It's been a long time, so it's just like when I was like, around eight and yeah eight or nine. Oh, come on you better not be holding on to those come on rent you better not be holding on to that you better let that go i, le I actually you let it go and uh, totally different person now but a thing that stuck with me that i actually regretted from holding on to it for so long and then finally let it in, letting it go now i'm being able to express myself was some of the lasting damage. Like, um, for instance, with my posture, uh, because I didn't like, because I felt insecure, I kept sitting like this because I was in a way trying to hide myself from that, trying to hide from the criticism instead of learning from it and learning how to react that I don't have to get upset every time somebody says something. I don't have to feel ashamed. And I wish I had learned that sooner. It would have given me more confidence. But it's, I'd rather, I'm happier that I learned it now instead of, even if I was, even if I was older and I would have learned then, it wouldn't uh, mattered. I just like the fact that I was able to learn it. Right. right. And now I have to go through the process of healing that damage that was done. And now I'm a lot happier, a lot healthier. But well, it's, some, it's sometimes things, though. Man, you're fine. You're 19. You're 19. You got, you got your life ahead of you. You have the information in front of you. 
You're gonna be fine. You're gonna be fine. Those those a holes that were saying stuff to you when you were eight, they might not be fine. They might be messed up for life, but you'll be fine. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> just playing, Randang. Oh, because it kept going on till high school. After that, like the last year of high school, I just said fuck it all, and then I went through some sort of uh sort of mental change and began to understand stuff more and was like, hey, I can control the way things make me feel. Like, I can say, people can say shit to me. Oh, oops. People can say whatever to me, (laughs) but I can choose to get angry about it or not. Right. And I'm a lot happier not getting angry about it. Right. I mean, like for me, I, I get wound up. I can get wound up. It depends on the situation. I get wound up. But then like in my head or like on the side, I'm like, I can't believe. Look, look at me. Look at me right now. I'm getting all upset. Like, look at me. I'm getting upset because this guy, this guy, who is this guy? I don't even know this guy. Why am I getting upset about what he's saying? He's probably just saying something because I remind him of another person in his life. And he, you remind me of this guy. Why well, just thought about Say, for instance, you know, I put up memes, anti-mask or whatever it is. Like, in the meme that I put up sometimes are very witty. Sometimes there's nuance. Sometimes they go over some people's heads. And if you just had an argument, I don't know what their life is, is right now, right, Ren? I don't know what they're going through. If they just had an argument for 45 minutes about people wearing masks or don't wear masks, and then you go on Instagram and... Boom! It's my meme that pops up, and it kind of seems like don't wear a mask, you know. It's like, but it isn't. I never said that, but it kind of reminds you of that conversation you just had forty-five minutes where you were yelling, so you were blue in the face, and now you're coming to me on my Instagram. I don't know you. You don't know me, and you leave me a big paragraph like, "Oh, you're an anti-masker." Hey, you, you know, and it's like. Sometimes I just be like, yo, chill out. Sometimes I just, you know, I give it to them straight and I'll yeah. tell them all the information. Sometimes I just, <clears throat> excuse me. Sometimes I just m- make jokes. I laugh at them and I leave it be because you're coming through with a bunch of hostility about something that really isn't what I'm talking about. You know, it's just leftover baggage from whatever happened to you last week or this morning. And I don't got time for it because I'm not going to sit here. I know what it is when I get upset. I'm sure you can, you probably feel the same. When you get upset, somebody saying something, how long does it play in your head and all the which ways that you can come back to him to like, I can say this. And what about that? And I can say, and you're like, what am I doing? Yeah. What am I I doing? Like, I'm going to go play a video game for 10 minutes. You know, I'm a, like, I would just go smoke a little bit and chill out or whatever. But you know what I mean? Yeah, but it's healthier to, like, go through the emotions than just to get angry at yourself for thinking about uh, the fact that you thought, how can I get back at this person? You're like, okay, I had that thought. Let me just get through it. Oh, my battery. My... <laughs> yeah, let me just get through it and find... and. 
uh, work on not falling into that uh, mindset. Even if you do, that's not a problem. Like taking some little steps to eventually like not give a F about it. Yeah, 100%. You know, uh, one thing that I've been working on recently because uh, part of part of me doing podcasting and talking and stuff is because I don't know. I I I guess I don't know if it's narcissism, confidence. Maybe I just have an idea. Maybe it's a feeling. I don't know. I think I have something to offer by talking and telling people some shit. Sorry, part of my language. You know. <laughs> telling people some stuff and saying it from my perspective and uh, hoping that for some people that don't know me, I'm not their friend because, you know, if I was your friend, you wouldn't even listen to me when I say all these different type of things. But we can become friends later, right? But I feel like just saying certain things, I could help people. So I talk. You get, you get what I'm saying? Um, but part of it was a lot of my life, when I would talk, I would be talking in a room full of idiots. And it didn't matter what I would say. They would chop my head off. Basically, it was burn the witch, like, every time I would talk. So, excuse me. Excuse me. I'm all gassy because I'm drinking a beer. Sorry. <laughs> so. Um, That's okay. <laughs> I have... I get into this freeze response when I when I'm talking and someone uh, is cutting me off deliberately to you know um, just say whatever the hell is on their mind. They'll just say whatever they they want to say over whatever I'm saying, and I you know like we're talking back and forth, and now I'm getting cut off, and I'm being polite, but I'm in a room full of savages, so no one's trying to be polite, and um it would trigger me to this point where I feel like low, depressed. I go into a freeze response where like, man, eh, whatever. I'm not even going to talk. Like no one even wants to hear anything I got to say. And, uh, and then, so what would happen is I get triggered in, uh, say for instance, my girlfriend would be talking and you know, it's just like, she's excited about one thing. I'm excited about one thing. Now it's not, it's not malicious. It's not, deliberate it's not to gaslight me it's not to belittle me it's just because she's excited about what she what she was doing and i'm excited about what i'm doing so now i'm getting cut off and then i'm getting triggered to that exact freeze response from all the things that happened to me in my life so i'm getting pretty good to like you know what no i no even though i fall into that freeze response i need to fight and make sure that I, cause I will get to this part, Ren. I'll get to a certain situation where I'm talking, and somebody cut me off, and I'll just my energy would drop so much that I'll forget what I'm talking about. You ask me, and I'm like, I don't know, and I wouldn't know. I would not know, and I, it takes me a while. Like I was talking, and ah, cause that's basically how my brain starts to react because I've been beaten down with it. So I've been working on that. I just want to let you know. I've been working on that. I don't care. I don't know if you care, but hey. I care. Like, you're making progress. It's getting a lot better. Something I'm as working on. As long as you 
understand it and you find a way to get get yourself out of there, then you don't have to worry. It's a new thing. It's a new thing. That's why I'm telling you because I'm like You're excited about it. Right. Excited and also I'm aware of it and I like to just say it out. You know, I, I thought about it, I caught myself, look, I get like this every time and then I can't even remember what I'm saying. So <laughs> No, you're going to try to continue the conversation, even though something so that it's like trying to make a freeze response into a fight response. I don't know. I be trying. I just be trying some stuff. Like I listen to Richard Grant and I watch a few other people and I also do my own like little research. I'm not like opening up massive books. I just sit and think. And think about my experiences and try to come up with a certain direction that I would want to take because I've lived a life of many experiences where I can kind of get a somewhat of a great understanding of people as a whole. Because I'm, you know, I'm Puerto Rican, best friends are black, white friends is growing up white friends on tour like i've i've dealt with all the races so you can't tell me that oh it's because that's that race and they do that thing sure some races do some things but the majority of people do the same thing yeah but they just do it in a different style you know like everybody would dance but everybody has their different ways of dancing you know something like that i don't know <laughs> Next question, Rin. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like, uh, how long have you thought about like uh, doing like the podcast thing? Because, um, like, first time I saw you, I saw you on uh, Tentacle Croissant actually, and it was like, who is this person? I'm interested. And then I started like, I saw you on uh, Instagram, and I was like, I was like vibing with your memes. Mm -hmm. and i'm so glad that i found your podcast because i was like uh i watched a few episodes i even watched them live and a few of the people that i talked to also talk with you and in a way we created like this little this little community like right. energy gets uh gets shared and it's a lot of a happier experience rather than just being focused like so much on one point right right there's more of a flow um, so you asked me uh when i started or when i thought about doing a podcast yeah i honestly wanted to do it a do a podcast um if i look at think back it's probably been four or five years since i wanted to start a podcast so there's some embarrassing podcasts that i hope got deleted some you know somehow maybe got the, the laptop got ran over by a truck or something because <laughs> there's some like there's like six seven episodes of embarrassing content that me and my friend did and we had like a whole room full of people you know chiming in and laughing and we're talking and we're you know we're we're on things you know not just drinking a beer relaxing like we were on things we we're smoking whatever embarrassing 
just talking. And it was the first time, like, I knew I wanted to do it. I was a big fan of Joe Rogan. So I'm like, I want to do this podcasting thing. My friend's like, let's do it. He was actually a radio show host for um, a college uh, radio. So I'm like, yeah, I know he knows what he's doing. And I can talk and be animated and be goofy, whatever. So let's try it. It was embarrassing. It was just embarrassing. So I'm like, all right, can't do it. I can't do it with him. I can't do it with, with those people around me because it was, besides being embarrassing, was like, I'm trying to talk about life and love and compassion and empathy and, you know, trauma and different things. He's trying to talk about like wrestling and music and, you know, I'm like, I don't want to talk about wrestling. You know, maybe we could do a different podcast about wrestling, but you just took this whole podcast we were talking about because you know how crazy, like, we're talking. At any moment, I could just take this conversation in a different direction and then you'll have to try to reel me back in. So he was just going into, like, pro wrestling. And I'm like, we're not, all right, I guess we're talking about wrestling now because I didn't know what I was doing, you know? After which, I'm sorry, because I know you want to ask me something else. I'm not done. Oh, uh, no. if uh, as long as the transition goes a little smoothly, like when you're talking about it, it goes along a lot easier. But if you're having a podcast mainly about a certain topic, then uh, going in t- too many different directions might actually make it a lot a little more confusing. Definitely. So I agree. Definitely. So after the, after that, I got I went through a bunch of different things in my life, you know, family problems, relationship problems, and then I'm like, you know what? In like a weird mental illness vibe where I'm like super BPD, like I would be all the way up there on that spectrum at that moment, you know. Um, I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna do. A po- I'm going to do my podcast by myself, right? So I'm like, okay, I'm going to do my podcast by myself. So I just start talking into a phone. Meanwhile, like, I'm going through hell with my ex-girlfriend who was, you know, she was a manipulator, let's just say that. And um, stuff with my family, like, close family at the same time. So I felt alone, completely alone, isolated. I wasn't doing music for a while. I like I just stopped. I was still putting up memes because I still like had a little bit of like the fire never goes out in me and just keeps on ticking. So like I was still putting up memes and like, oh, well, I'll do something, but I wasn't doing any music. And like memes was just a means to an end. It's basically just to try to promote who I am. Like you like my memes, you most likely like me because that's who I am. I'm not just catering to other people. I'm doing stuff that's for me and other people like it because they relate. So anyway, I decided to do a podcast on my phone. I was crying through the half the podcast. I was choking up. I couldn't even get words together. I couldn't like, and I did like five hours. I had to do like five hours of this podcast. Just, just like emotionally crying, choked on my all right. I can't put this out. This is, this is trash. And I want to say I still have it, but that phone kind of went bad. So maybe one day I always think about it. Maybe one day I'll take a little piece of it and put it up on my podcast, 
and let people hear that as well to see the state that I was in because it it, it definitely captures that state of mind when you're really like losing it you know and just see the the you know to compare and contrast all right this guy look at him here look at him there look at him there like through different situations in my life through different things that are going on in my life you could scale me as oh this guy's super mentally ill and then I'm here with Rin. I'm I'm drinking, you know, I'm drinking a beer and I'm chilling. I, I don't have no problem. I'm not overreacting or anything. You know, it's just you could tell that the situation has a lot to do with the person's mental state. You know. And once you can tell the different stuff, you know, starts stuff starts making a lot more sense, and you'll start to understand the person a lot better. Right. Yeah. And. Sometimes, sometimes that line does get a little blurred, but it doesn't matter. You just gotta, you just gotta take your time and under try to understand. Yep. Yeah. I was about to say something, but oh yeah, <laughs> almost forgot it. Um, yeah, I actually. Um, started my podcast like all the way back in May um, when I was uh, talking with the other two from Tentacle Croissant and I got like interested in but now looking back on it I actually wanted to do something like this a long time ago and I didn't realize it because I was always busy online on the internet I was I'm making more vlog style videos, cooking videos. Um, but even before that, I was like making these little videos. Like my family used to have like these get togethers and my cousin had like this magic show. And I was like, hey, what can I bring to the table? What can I do? And I was actually make like, I, I was still like a little kid. I was around, I think nine or eight. And I mm-hmm. had like a small, a small laptop. Mm-hmm. I, I knew I should have like uploaded everything because it would have like looked cute, but all, all of the video footage is lost. I just uh, record myself, use the webcam and pretend like I was hosting a show. And I would like, uh, I would sing. I would have these little hand puppet characters act out scenes and uh, I didn't know how to edit, but I was using like a mirror and uh, videos and I was like uh, using the mirror to incorporate the video. Yeah, <laughs> that, I, that I was looking up like as clips into the mm. video I was filming. And looking back on it, uh, like I, I changed, I did change, but it's it's always been like a part of me. So I'm glad yes. that I'm doing something with it. Like, yeah, that's good. If I go but... way even more back, uh, I think it, it sort of started when I was uh, on this show. It was actually for kids. Uh, you know, sometimes uh, there are these shows with like these people in these costumes, it's like an mm. animal or something. Right. And... Like Barney? You mean yeah. Barney? Like like Barney, but uh, it was like a lady. She was like in a toucan costume. Mm-hmm. 
unfortunately she like passed away a long time ago but uh, uh it was had, a like, lady in a toucan costume yeah lady so this, in a is some, this is some south american stuff right here <laughs> a lady in a toucan costume i wish really? i had saved the really? video really yeah like we know that barney is he's a dinosaur you know there was dinosaurs before like we're not doing a uh, American Eagle over here. Why would you do? <laughs> and I actually like brought my pet parrot to the show, and I was like feeding him, and uh, like everybody had like something to show. A girl was like um, dancing ballet. Another guy was like doing something else. I was uh, doing poetry and feeding a bird. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing poetry? The cutest thing. I wish I had saved it. Yeah, you should have I saved it. I wanted to ask for the, uh, for, the, uh, for the episode, but they didn't have it in their archive anymore. So I was kind of kind of bit disappointed because it was adorable. Right. So, like, and I'm glad that I uh, get to do it by myself, like, because I learned how to do this stuff, and I can also make my own props if i want to do like the 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 comedy sketches and stuff with for instance violet and her cast of uh characters in her little universe i can just like make the props do like all the stuff by myself and edit and i know how to do it and i don't have to re rely too much on others right because i know now stuff is like a bit difficult for people and we can't always come together or some things are a bit slower so i can at least like push forward and put out stuff that i like and i just want to see people happy i want to make people happy i want to make people <laughs> laugh i just love seeing smiles i get that i get that i totally understand that because i'm the same way like i like to act out but honestly, I'm toned down. My cat just did something. Something just fell. Oh, um, no. Sorry, one of the paintings. I got paintings over there that just fall whenever the hell they want to. Um, so, yeah, I like to make people laugh. And honestly, I was saying, honestly, I'm like toned down 70%. I'm at 70% when people see me. I like what I've been doing part of like working on myself is just finding a good balance where I'm not annoying the hell out of anybody and I'm being funny and I can come back and, and relax and chill. And then if I want to wound myself up, because, you know, as a kid, I was just the kid that was yapping. Nah, 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 nah. He just didn't shut up. So part of it was like you got to shut up you gotta listen and that's you know psychedelics honestly was the first time that I really like popped that open where I'm like I'm not just quiet because I'm in my head and thinking about something totally different while you're talking I'm actually quiet because I'm listening and I'm giving you eye contact you know like I used to just be like looking the opposite way yeah, 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 yeah. I know I know yeah, I heard it. I heard. You know, you know those people. I know, I know, I know, I know. Yeah, I know, I know. Like, dog, I didn't even finish. I didn't even finish what I was saying. How you know? 
Oh, no, nah, because I heard. I know what you're going to say. I know what you're going to say. So stop right there. I don't want to hear no more. I know already. Like the meme that pops into my head is like uh, like this plug with like uh, the tongue connected to the mind. And, and it's like unplugged. That's the meme that comes to my head when I see that when I see that or hear that. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. So it is what it is, Ren. It is what it is. I also started like uh, doing something with music because uh, like a few years I've been like, we start uh, at school. I started off with like um, practicing the recorder mm-hmm. uh, since elementary school. And after elementary school, I went on playing uh, the keys, actually keyboard. Mm-hmm. And I fell in love with it. And now... I want to like make my own music. I need to get back yeah. into like the practice again because I for I forgot forgot it a little bit, but now I gained a different perspective, gained a different understanding of how to work with like the keys and uh, read music and write music. Okay. Okay. So you, do you want to do classical music? Are you trying to do like a certain, do you know the certain style of music you're trying to do? Are you trying to record? Are you going to sing? You're just going to yes. do the music? I've been, uh, my aunt, my, uh, like where I went to like uh, study the, like do the keyboard. Right. Um, her family is actually like into music. Um, her they put on shows like back where I live and here in Europe. They mm-hmm. like have a tour and they also went to India. And I've been learning how to sing from her, even though it's not it's it's been a long time. But after that, I taught myself how to sing by doing like exercises. And I'm like so excited. I want to like also make uh sing, but I also want to like uh produce like the beats myself you want to produce and you want to sing Ren, yeah. you, you you're not gonna have all the time in the world yeah that's true you're gonna have a podcast you're gonna produce and sing like i'm doing that now it's i mean we could do it but you yeah. gotta do it like the way i've been doing it is because I don't care if it's going to be successful or not. So it's like, here's a cool thing that I did, and then I'll give it some time, and here's another cool thing that I did, and then I'll give it some time, and, you know, so on and so forth. But to be, like, successful, if you want to be, like, successful, you got to, like, hear some songs that I did, like, constantly. You don't want to – you don't care about that. You just want to do something. Yeah, I want to do something. I want to have fun with it. You know, yeah, create something good. that I can vibe with, that everybody else can vibe with. I've right. been practicing uh, these. Uh, back when I was a kid, my dad used to play like these really old um, uh, music, this really old music from India. It's like mm. in, in Hindi. And uh, I sampled a few of those and like made it like a bit lo-fi because I I want to do that like to practice mm-hmm. and um, I have like recordings of me singing myself mm-hmm. 
and friends have remixed that and made other stuff with it and i found it so cool i was i was like freaking out like oh my gosh like <laughs> how do i react right right like, it's always like very that much but what i didn't expect it i'm still i'm still like that in a certain way like i'm still like that like if i just walked into the room and you were listening to my song i'll be like what are you listening to me for you know i get i get stupid too like i just i don't know i don't i don't i don't know i can't i i, I wish i could tell you the answer for that one i'm trying to work on that too but um so you make beats yeah you're making stuff like what do you use i use uh actually i used a bunch of stuff like in the beginning, I just use GarageBand to like practice on, and then uh, in Audacity, like uh, I had like these uh, audio, this audio that I got like randomly from certain places, and then I used to like put it into one. Like it didn't matter if it was like a sound of a bird, some drums, or whatever, and I just like you put it in one. And now I use FL Studios actually. Okay. So you, you're using FL Studio? Yeah. Okay. Well, that's not bad. I used FL Studios for, uh, well, the producer that I worked with used FL Studios for Stick in the Head. The whole EP that I did last year was designed with FL Studios. So, it's, I mean, it's a, definitely a good program. It's a great program to really, like, get some stuff going. I'm, so right I now, I'm to... using Ma Machine. Hmm. It's a A A okay M A S C H I N E. It's that's how you spell machine. But if you look that up, they have like these small little devices that uh like what I have is a a micro. So it's like two fifty, two sixty dollars, two hundred sixty dollars. But so it's not really that expensive, you know. Um. But it gives you everything. It gives you everything. It has top-notch sound, quality sound, and it has the actual channels where you can, you know, you can do the beats yourself and stuff. That's how I did that uh, Far Out and the Further that I just released, the video. I did the, the beat basically just playing it, you know, doing the little playing and yeah. playing it back and adding some stuff. So it, it's fun. It's fun. Ren, this is new to me. This is new for me too. I just do new stuff. I continue to do new stuff. I don't care. People go, oh, well, how are you gonna do that? You never did that before. How are you okay? I'm gonna like, figure it out. What do for you me, it doesn't matter what you give me, like whether you want like a drawing, a painting, or whatever. And it doesn't matter if I have like cheap stuff or most expensive stuff. Just anything that I can find, I can just make something out of it. It right. just, for me, I just need to get to know what I'm working with and then I make something. That's how it is. That's, I think that's life, friend. You yeah. figure out what you're working with. You get confident with the information and whatever you're doing in life, whatever it is, you get confident, you get comfortable with all the information and how it works, and then... You, you really don't even have to think. Then after that, you get out your own way and you just go in, especially with music. You can just do it and you can start thinking about something else. Once you're really confident about stuff, you just do it and you feel good about it. 
while you're thinking about other things. Like your mind would be like, because it's like a job. I don't know if, Rin, have you worked a job, like a regular job? Not no, yet? not yet. Uh, closest right. thing I came to a job was like helping my grandmother out in her in her store but i was like around five years old no i so, i get it yeah no i get it um but when you work a job you cannot you can it gets to a certain point where you have the information you have the um you have the programming so, for instance, it's like I worked at a gas station before. I knew people's cigarettes as soon as they came in. I knew what pump was what. I knew how to check certain things. I knew how to do the lottery tickets. And I'm doing a bunch of things at once. And it became to a part, like a, a point where I can just do this and that and this, that, and the third. And just say, yeah, yeah, yeah. And still listening to the first conversation. So you said this, all right, put 10 on 15. All right, cool, put that on there. Also, Newport's, all right, here you go, boom. It's like, do all those things without really thinking about them. Like, it became to a part, it came to a point where I'm just thinking about things I'm going to do when I get home. Meanwhile, I'm going, all right, 10 on 16, all right, you need cigarettes, this one, that one, lottery tickets, two of those, three of those. Like, I was just autopilot. Autopilot. Pressing the button. Here's a change. Boom. Thank you. Have a good one. Next one. Ah. So it's it's like that with everything. And it becomes like that with music. It becomes like that with this podcast. Like you're listening to what I'm saying, but then you're probably yes. like having something in your background. Like, okay, maybe I should lead the conversation that way. Or maybe like that's a good good thing he said. That might lead up to a good question later. You know, whatever. Exactly. It's the same. You know, that's, that was my point of all the things that I was doing. You got it spot on. You got it spot on. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm just starting. I'm just new to this, and I know you're new to this as well. But I actually like this. It it feels like me. It feels like myself. And this, like, I thought I had to like put it all aside. I had like put myself aside and the stuff I was interested in, and just keep focusing on my education. But why? Like, why did you think that? I thought that because I was told that it would distract me from my education. And then I actually went to talk with uh, people from my school, like my tutors, my uh, lecturers. And they were like, Rin, why are you doing that? That's First of all, that's not how you study. And second of all... No wonder you haven't been working so well. You just right. you put yourself aside. It was like uh like since high school I was just like I had that focus, like just finish school and they can do it like your stuff. And after I was done with high school, I was like the world has changed since I left. <laughs> I was like, what happened? Right. Right. So, because you're so focused on like, we need to get this work done first. This is schoolwork. This is what's important. This is the real world. That's kind of like, you know, a dream, a fantasy, hobby. So, just put that off yeah. and do this. But 
if it's just an hour of a conversation a week and maybe you have to do what, maybe another hour or so of prep work and you can do it at your leisure, you might do 10 minutes here and then another 15 minutes there. It's how, you know, how bad could it really be? Now, if you just like constantly, I need to keep up on this. I need to put out three podcasts uh, a week. Then maybe, yeah, you're probably going to have to like quit school if you're really trying to do this podcasting thing like yeah. three times a week, two times a week with taking like, for instance, you know, those other podcasts that they come out with like these lengthy, it'd be three, three hours long, like a Joe Rogan podcast, be three hours long. There'd be two or three, four a week. And then there, there's clips, 15 minute, 10 minute, seven minute, eight, whatever, clips. Imagine if we had to do all that ourselves to, and we actually did. We could do it. We could do it right now, Ren, me and you. We can take our, all our episodes and start getting clips and go, okay, that was the topic of this, boom. That was the topic of that, boom. And it would help us. But you know how much work that is? That's a lot lot of work. work. So for me, I don't I don't care enough yet. I'm just trying to get good. I'm not trying to get good and famous and be on the top of the trending charts or whatever. I'm just trying to get good. Like it's the mo I'm sorry. No, you're good. Fine. It's like Fine. the moment you start start thinking about that, I want to be famous tomorrow or something. Like you're not gonna get stuff done. You're actually just gonna like get frustrated. You're just gonna sit in that peaks, uh, sit in that pit instead of actually going through uh, the natural processes. That's why I keep the podcast short, uh, for me and for the other person. So mm-hmm. it also might lead to having more conversations in the future it doesn't Mm -hmm. take a lot of my time i don't edit them because the editing as well takes time because there's this uh sometimes i talk with a friend of mine and we don't want to do it live and i edit it like the editing does take time and i'm not going to be able to like uh put out content that's why why i like using Streamyard, especially put it up right Sorry. Yeah, you just put it up and that's it. If they wanted to listen to it, they wanted to watch it, that's that's it. That's all. Like I'm not here to like manipulate you to listen to me, to give me money, to do anything. No. If you like it, hey, I put it up. Go check that out. If you don't like it, all right. And it, it hurts me because I'm I've had decent numbers like i didn't never strive for the moon or get a million on anything but i've gotten decent numbers and i know how to get them if i really really want them but i it takes time it takes effort and it takes money and i don't care to give any three of those to the podcast just yet i want to get good I want to be better at what I'm doing. I want to feel confident when I'm doing it. And then, you know, then, okay, now we can start hitting the pavement. Hey, listen, everybody, this, that, and the third. But for right now, let's just, you know, I think you agree. Let's just get good at what we do. Let's just get confident first. And then we can go on and let the world see us or whatever the hell. Yeah, you got to build up that consistency. And yeah, these things take, 
take a lot of investment, emotional investment, time, and money mm -hmm. to put out something of quality. But if you're actually like starting out and you find a way to like actually become friends with the people who watch you, actually create a better, healthier bond. Like you don't have to be friends with everyone, but if people like what they see and like the consistency and they feel like, hey, you need more viewers or people will come themselves. They will come by themselves yeah. to check yeah. you out. Right. And if some people really feel the people that really feel like you need more viewers, need more people will pay attention to you. They they will do their due diligence and promote you and share yeah. them to their friends. You know, some people are like, oh, you need more. They're just like trying to like hype you up, but they're really not doing anything for you. They're just trying to like say something nice, you know. Yeah. I'm not with that. If you're really about helping and you're with the cause or you're, you like what I'm doing and you want to support, then support in any which way. It doesn't matter. You could share it. You could put up a story. I'm not the type of person that's like, stingy and like oh well you can't get on my post or i won't mention you in my stories because i'm not that when it comes to my instagram it's basically like communism it's like everybody gets whatever you know obviously i'm not gonna it's i'm still the authority figure in the communism like but it's like if we're having a good time yay your meme gets put up your meme gets put up Hey, your story, I'll share it. You know, whatever you mentioned me, I'm gonna share it so that way you can get some new followers, whatever. I don't care. It's not that serious. You know? Some people like hold it like their pride and joy and mine. They get all golem like my precious. <laughs> you know, it's like, whoa. Not that serious. Cause if they don't like me. They're not gonna like me. You get what I'm saying? If they don't like me, they're not gonna follow me. They're not gonna pay attention. So why are you so worried to post somebody and share one another? Because you're worried that maybe they'll like me and then they'll just like me so much that they'll go, oh, I forgot about that guy because now I like him. Like, and maybe there is some people like that, but I think that there's enough time. There's an abundance out there in the world. You know, there's like, there's enough for everybody if we actually just share it. The reason why there isn't enough is because people are holding and hoarding all the money, all the attention, all the time. They're fighting, competing for it instead of being a little bit more free and free flowing with all that stuff. So that way everybody can get a little bit of a little taste of the waters, so to speak. Like, there was like an interesting thing this one person said uh like there was this whole talk about privilege it's like don't feel bad because you have privilege use that privilege to help somebody else out exactly exactly whatever little privilege you have you have a little privilege with money and you can help somebody out help somebody out you have a little privilege with attention and you help somebody out you know, like you have a privilege with how about privilege with a, a happiness? You might have a happiness privilege. Like, you know, it's a weird way to say that, but it's like there might be some people that just don't know how to be happy. They haven't uh, came in, con in uh, contact or came in contact with 
anybody that's going to bring them happiness that understands enjoying life or living in the moment and they might just be completely depressed and everybody around them is just like the hell with you and I usually like I know a lot of people that are like that I don't know if I have that face that demeanor but people will find me in the street people will find me in the store and start talking to me you know like just hey and you could tell this person kind of lonely he's just start talking but for some reason he thinks I'm the person that he should talk to and I don't you know I don't swat him away or give him a dirty look they obviously knew what they were coming to like they came to the right person cuz I'm not going to shut them yeah. down and I'm going to listen to them and talk to them all the same you know but I've I've seen it enough to know what it's like and what it looks like and it's you know um I'm the same like if there's like something going on uh I pick out certain people to talk to with first cuz I'm usually like in a new setting I'm a bit shy but I've started to teach myself to just go for it and strike up a conversation with someone like there's right. no need to be shy anymore because I might end up missing out on an opportunity and maybe I can make that person happy as well while we're having a conversation you know some extra bonus points here and there I noticed we have some uh questions in the comments okay let's do it the lovely miss yuji rose do you feel that is the challenge behind why more people don't take on creative inklings inklings yeah that element of social media competition with others or expectations of blowing up quickly yeah, I do think like uh when people see stuff uh th they're like expecting stuff to like blow up quickly like hey, I've started this thing, I want it to blow up or else I'm not doing it anymore. But the thing is, Rome wasn't built in one day. Progress happens step by step with everything you do and you shouldn't expect everything to come to you just because you heard um this tiktoker blew up for this dance and in your mind you're just thinking hey they're just doing a dance why do they get so many views but you don't know who they are you don't know what they've done in their life how much work and effort they might have put into something how much of their time they had to spend how much they had to work and something they didn't realize like would actually get them like this breakthrough actually got them their breakthrough right you don't know the full story right and i think that's like uh where i live like uh the mindset of some people um uh, they think this all happens in in one time because i think it was also because they were like a little younger back then they're right. like oh um more people know you like you can do this awesome stuff, but they don't realize uh, how long it actually took for that person to develop that. They And they just think, oh, that person is famous because of this. Maybe that's why it's a cool person to hang out with, but they don't, they don't think about the other stuff and they just want it like that. 
right. you can't have it just like that. Right. Well, uh, me answering that question, UG. Hmm. Um, yeah, there's definitely a lot of people that just don't feel like they can compete. You get on social media and you sign up <clears throat> and you hit up all your friends from whatever place and you you text all the people and then it all finally, you know, comes in. And when it comes in, for most people, it's like 55 followers. And you go to uh, your social media browser and the first people that are showing you that are there, they already got a million views on something. You're like, I got 55 followers. I got three likes for the first post I put up. And this person got a million views and who knows how many likes and how many subscribers. I'm never going to be able to compete like them. And their pers I think their perspective gets skewed to the point where they think that they need to be at that level to do what they do successfully. So they just opt out. Oh, I can never, uh, whenever, you know, I'm not no whatever. And they just start bashing or, you know, whatever the case may be, it's really just the defense mechanism for not trying because, as Rin said, Rome wasn't built in a day. This this takes time. You got to pound the pavement. But a lot of people living in today's society where we can grab our phone and order what we want at a drop of a dime, it'll be here tomorrow. Some things might be here today. So with that type of urgency on everything else that you get in life to actually think, you know, I'm going to work on this and I'm going to stick it out and I'm going to pound the pavement a little by little and, you know, I'll get there. It's not the case. And especially when there's somebody else becoming successful overnight. And when they're successful, you know about it because someone else is telling you that they're successful. Everybody's like, oh, did you see this new one thing? Uh, check it out. Five million. And you're trying to work on your little thing. You're like, I'm trying to work on my little thing. It's going to be so nice once everyone sees it. And this person's like, the hell with that. This person just did a goofy dance. Five million streams. You're a loser. That person's a winner. But the reality is we don't know. Okay, maybe that person got it off of luck. Maybe she wasn't, he wasn't working that me and Ren didn't see them and go, oh, they actually been working for 10, 20 years before you saw that. Maybe they just got it out on a whim. Now they have to deal with the consequences and the repercussions of just becoming successful overnight and dealing with the high that that felt and the low that it's going to feel afterwards. It's you're looking at them, at, you know, people are looking at them in, in a capsule of like, this is who they are at this moment. They're they're in their glory, but who knows if they'll ever be up the way they were up at that moment, or if they're even up when everyone else feels like they should be up at the moment. We don't know. We're just speculating. We're putting our, we're projecting, we're putting our feelings into their shit. That's my answer. Yeah, it's like, enjoy the process. Enjoy making those baby steps. Those yep. milestones that you'll reach, they're just like extra bonuses that you'll get 
that'll just help you push through when doing the process it's like you'll you'll start to know how things actually work because like you said uh, if you got that fame off of luck in a second just like that you got like the really high highs and you're gonna have to find a way to deal with that overnight because and it's a lot of pressure it's not just it's not just always oh, their famous big deal, whatever. There are also so many consequences and repercussion the person have to, has to deal with at that point. Right, and that's uh, where some of like some of the dangers can come from, and why yep. uh, some people can't have that cons- consistency when putting out stuff. Because that's probably like the thing that that made them there to that point, but they can't do anything else with it because they never got the chance to figure that out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think like uh, uh, speaking for myself, my inconsistency would come from like trying to to feed that machine, trying to like get a big moment, but also trying to do it on my terms. So it wasn't like I was exactly doing what what I knew completely. Like if I wanted to become successful, I know this would work. Let me try to work on that. No, I would be like, I'm going to try this slightly to the left, slightly different from what other people are doing, but it's going to be kind of aligned with the times. And I'm going to hope and I'm going to put all my freaking energy for the whole year on it. And then when it falls flat, I'm going to be like in a sunken place for two, three months and I don't want to do anything. And I don't know if I even want to do music again, but I know I want to do music, but I don't know if I want to, you know, so that's what ends up happening when you're trying to like shoot for the stars or trying to like aim somewhere. And you realistically is like, you don't have the money or the connections to make it so. Because what people are not saying, especially with all these things in a certain moments, yeah, a meme, if you get a funny meme, a funny TikTok going, yeah, you can get a good moment of, you know, fame or whatever. But for the majority of those people, they get hooked up with a good team. They have a good team behind them. They're signed to a certain label, a brand, a company that's putting money into them that you're not seeing, that you're not privy to. And you think that they're just like, voila and it came out of nowhere and they did it they actually have a lot of people putting money in that's making you like see them 400 times a day so you never forget them for me i have i probably have those opportunities those connections in my life but i said to myself i don't want to do it that way i want to do it by working hard on it myself I don't want to be dependent on anyone else. I I just want to be, I just want to be me and do my own thing because I could have gone the other way and that would have like been super easy. Like I, but no, I just want to like have that confidence and learn how to do these things by myself because whether I like it or not, if something happens and I'm cut off from all those connections. I want to still be able to lift myself up and continue to work 
if something happens and figure stuff out for myself. Like I've been in like horrible place, like depression and whatever else. But I found a way to lift myself up out of there just by continuing and just doing something and not just I'll have the urge to just sit down and do nothing and just be in that headspace. But as long as I make those little steps, I'll see like, hey, it's working. And I won't feel I won't feel that uh in that terrible anymore or that in the terrible state of mind like it's right. and that didn't even come overnight that's something that i had to work on for years and i'm glad that i learned that and especially with like understanding stuff like this then right. it's a lot healthier than just just having that mindset like oh this person is famous because of this and just like having that narrow-minded view of things it's it's not good for anyone right it's narrow-minded it's literally narrow-minded when you're when you're narrow-minded you're like looking through the you're looking at the world through this little hole you're like yeah this is the whole world and like you know i know you probably haven't had the experience but if you get a psychedelic experience that's like one of the first things that really go when you know if you really get one, you know, oh, wait a minute. My life is never going to be the same. There's no way I can turn back. It's over. Like, that's why so many people, like, talk about it and they harp on it. And, like, when I start talking about it, I get excited because I remember my life, the way I looked at my life was like that. And then, it's like, whoa, now I can't. In the beginning, was like, whoa, too much information. Everything's smacking me all at once. I got to try to figure this out. Because that's how much. That's why, like, Pierre says, oh, I don't want people taking psychedelics. Because you, he doesn't really know what state people are in. And if you're in a really, really bad state and you take that and you think that you're going to be better, you might be worse off. You yeah. know, if you're not strong enough. That's why, like, he doesn't want to advocate for it. I tell was- people. Take a little bit at a time. Yeah, microdose. <laughs> there was this dude on YouTube. He was talking about drug safety. Like um, when you're trying some sort of uh, substances, you have to be with like a friend with you, even if, yeah. So like right. if something happens, then there is someone there. Right. And these things, you shouldn't really try them by themselves. Um, I was also like talking with some groups about this um, on Facebook. Um, they're like fans of uh, Midnight Gospel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they were talking about like uh, their uh, experience with ayahuasca, DMT, and mm-hmm. how meditation is like. <laughs> they were like, it's like a, it's like a way of microdosing. Like a, a safe version. Yeah, it could be. It definitely can be if you if you do it right. If you do it right, you do it for long enough, it might take you 20, 30 minutes, but you can get like even with breathing, you can do it with breathing. Uh Wim Hof, I wanna say his name is. 
He's uh the ice shaman. Yeah, I, yeah, I think you that's You know who I'm talking about? The guy that goes running in running in Holland, the water. Actually. I wanna say he is from Holland. He, he runs in the water and he's like he gets yeah. in the water and he's he's like, No, he when when the Mexican beer became popular and it started to come out, he was the one who was like, You can get away, you can get rid of that just with breathing mac uh exercises and at the time i was actually sick Ren, and i was sick and i was panicking a little bit when it first hit and i started doing the breathing exercises that he was doing like he he was on i, I want to say it was on russell brand i seen him before so i'm like oh this guy again and then all of a sudden it was like oh breathing exercises let's do it now i bet you you can hold your breath for a minute no problem i'm like i'm asthmatic there is no way i'm gonna hold my breath for a minute and I did the exercises with him, and I held my breath the first time for 75 seconds. And I was like, this is real. This is a real thing. I don't know. This guy is weird, but it's, you know, like you look at the guy like, oh, this guy, what does he know? He's jumping in ice rivers, you know, like naked and stuff. Like, I wouldn't do that. It's not it that works. simple. But it works. It works. The breathing works. works. I would not jump in ice water. I, I, I'm sorry. I'm not that well, They have a thing here. It's called uh, the New Year's Dive. Like, this is me uh, translating it. Uh, like, New Year people, like, jump into the ocean on New Year's. And I'm like, aren't you guys freezing? They're like, yes, but we liked it. Like, uh, did he... I'm not sure if it, it was true. Did he actually learn the technique from like uh monks or something i heard i want to say yeah. he learned it from monks yeah he learned it from monks it's it's like one of the the biggest things within breathing with i mean within spirituality within meditation is breathing it's like a big thing it's a big part of it you know a lot of uh people that are stressed out and they smoke cigarettes a lot of it isn't really even the nicotine after a while the nicotine you're you get um accustomed to it you get kind of like used to it you're not even getting the nicotine anymore what you're doing is the breathing exercise you're doing the mm -hmm. so you're doing the breathing exercise but you're thinking no cigarette i want to sit here and breathe why would i sit here and breathe i'm gonna sit here and smoke a cigarette and get a good nicotine fix no sometimes you do get a nicotine fix but sometimes you just actually Yeah, that's why uh, when people uh, try to get themselves off nicotine, they have like these um, mint cigarettes or I've, I don't know what they're called, but they just they don't have like the nicotine in them, but they're just doing like the breathing exercise. And right. I heard that has helped people. Yeah, yeah, plenty of people. They smoke like weird cigarettes that don't really have smoke. It just, some of it is nicotine, but some of it is just, yeah, it's just like a weird mint that it kind of gives you a taste in your mouth that feels, tastes like menthol. And maybe you, you're doing the exercises and you're doing all the gestures. Cause I think after a while, like it becomes second nature when you do certain things a lot in the day, especially getting older. Like if I come home, I'm coming home. 
I take, you know, take off the shoes, whatever. You sit on the couch. I sit on the couch. I turn on the TV. I turn on remotes and turn on, you know, like I do a certain thing a certain way. And I do it almost every time the same way. It's the same with smoking. It's the same with any habit. You're like, all right, around this time is when I do this. All right, it's been about three hours since I did that. It's, it, it's not an addiction where you're like, come on, give it to me, I need it. It's more like just something that's like, okay, I haven't done this in a while. And I usually do this around this time. Get to it. And then you just do it. Sometimes I just, like, if I'm smoking, I'm like, the hell am I? Why am I smoking right now? I don't even want to smoke. Let me put this out. What am I doing? You know, it's just like the habit. You go and grab it. You're like, oh, I'm, what am I doing? Why did I do this? What am I doing? I just did it before I even thought about it. Like, I'm just compulsive nonsense. And I'll just sit there and bash myself, which is not nice. You should be nice to yourself. Yeah. But... Sometimes I need to tell myself, look at you, you're being crazy right now. Like um, people people like routine. It's what keeps us going through the day. It's like it's our go-to. It's something that's safe. Like that it's just the idea of being safe. I, I I think it's definitely that. I also think it's animalistic. Yes. It's very nature based. You know, like I live right here next to a river. There's ducks, there's geese, there's birds. You know, they do a certain thing. I have a cat. She does a certain thing at a certain time. If I play music, she thinks it's time to play. If I, you know, like if certain things that I do, she she reacts accordingly. I go to the bathroom, she follows me. Why? Because she's just been doing it for so long that now she's like, okay, bathroom, follow him. Meow. And sit there and just flaunt around and hope she gets petted because she knows she will get pet if she comes to me, you know. But I don't tell her, come on, Lou, I'm going to the bathroom. She just hears me walking. This guy's going to the bathroom. I'm following him. It's just a pattern. She sits over here by behind the TV and looks out the window. It's just a pattern. You know, it's like that's why, like, even dogs, you want to train dogs correctly because why? If they piss in a certain area, they pee in a certain area, they're going to come back to pee in that area. It's because oh. it's become routine. Right. This is this is where I pee. I guess I pee now. You know, it's just it's the same thing. It's We are the same way. We don't want to admit it because we have a little bit more of a complex way of thinking. We could break things down. We can we have thumbs. We can make stuff. So we don't want to admit to ourselves that. We're animals. We follow a certain, like, ritualistic theme. Whatever it is, whatever we think that suits us or whatever we were introduced to first, then we go into that, you know? And we just kind of don't want to break out of our programming. We have Yuji uh, Rose. The fear is so dangerous because we can become more savage, practicing patterns of our past. Yes, this is this is like something important. Like uh, 
for instance, uh, like you said, uh, when you're not being nice to yourself and for instance, you're practicing that because you are so used to doing that. Uh, that's one yeah. of the things you should look out for. And yeah. starting to understand the pattern, starting to understand your routine, it's then a lot easier to redirect yourself. Right. Yeah, you're right. You're right, UG. The patterns, they get, they're very dangerous. Don't want to continue doing the same patterns. You want to kind of like, like what I try to do is just shift them slightly. Okay, let's move them a little bit this way in this direction. Don't try to go with a hard, you know, right. We're going that way now because you're going to probably break down and then want to, you know, have to start back on the same road, going the same direction. Want to just like slowly turn that and get to a certain place where little by little, okay, you, yesterday you were like this, today now you're like that. Remember, tomorrow you want to be like that. And then move down that path instead of trying to like, tomorrow I'm going to be a different person. You're like, whoa. Breaking up a little bit. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like the connection, the connection was like the internet was being like a bit, uh, a bunch of haters. Weird. Yeah. Internet was being haters. Bunch of haters. I get it. I'm sorry to interrupt you. Like... No, you're fine. I have. The, the page is... Am I still on this show? Because I can't even see the chat. Ren's gone. It looks like we're still live. I'm just standing here looking silly. All right. Well, Ren's gone. I don't know if she's going to come back. This is her show. <laughs> the pain. So I'm like, what am I supposed to do? Can Ren, you left me, and I didn't know what to do. Oh, sorry. Like, the... The thing kicked me out. Like th that's what it is with technology. Sometimes, uh, still finding out stuff that works. No doubt. So, do you want to end this now? Can we just just leave it like that? I know I I need to get you on my show too, Ren. I think we can or like do, have like a last have a last uh thing we can probably end up on. Uh, I wanted to like say something about like the practicing behaviors, uh, the routines. Um, okay. And I feel that this one's important. Um, when, for instance, in like uh, times of like abuse or like those types of patterns that I know mm -hmm. for some people, it's a little bit harder to get out of. Mm -hmm. And for those who are struggling with that, I wish them actually all the best because I know uh, like once you've like with some people when they've uh, come accustomed to something and you'll start getting uh, stuff like Stockholm Syndrome actually you've gotten used to like the abuse and you also 
started to sympathize with the uh, abuser and the abuse. And I believe we're uh, as long as we recognize this with enough practice, we can get ourselves out of that that routine, out of that mindset. But it's it is going to take a lot of time. And to anybody who is struggling with that, I wish you all the best. Right. Yeah, 100%. So it take a lot of time, but one day at a time. One day at a time. I think I'm going to end the podcast here. We'll definitely continue talking more in the future, but this was fun. I really enjoyed it. And I yeah. got to learn more about you as well. And also a bit more about myself, too. No doubt. No doubt. Thank you for having me, Ren. Appreciate you. Appreciate everybody in the chat, everybody that's watching. I don't know. I can't tell. But thank you. You're welcome. And now the internet decides to cooperate. (laughs) Of course. Of course. (laughs) That's how it goes. That's how it goes. Thank you guys for watching. I hope you enjoyed it. Don't forget to don't forget to like share and subscribe like we said this these are our opinions don't send hate and when commenting please be polite love you guys thank you for being here and i hope we'll speak again the next time thank you for your comments and keep them on coming right check out potent uh the rockstar's link tree is in my description below please go check him out and yeah i'll see you guys next time all right Bye. Bye.